What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right, welcome back. So today we are going to talk about some of the problems that come with self-development. And I've only been doing it for what I would consider a short amount of time. I think about two years. And I've been working on myself and learning what I can about how the brain affects us and just trying to understand how we limit ourselves most of the times. And one of the most common things I found, and it's something that holds people back in their personal development, is that people want to be at their destination, at that place where everything is perfect. They wait and wonder when it'll all be perfect for them. When will all my problems go away? When will I finally be perfect? When will I finally get there? Whatever there means for them. And they put themselves through extra stress and extra anxiety because they have become aware of what they need to work on. And as they're working on it and making those efforts to get better, to better themselves and doing the work, those areas keep popping back up for them. They see it more often now. They become aware of the things that are holding them back and they know they're working on it. But damn, I just want it to be done already. I'm ready for it to be done, to be done with this. I'm ready to be better and be done working on this. And I experience this my damn self. I become aware of something, something I should work on. Maybe it's a thought pattern I have that's not conducive to what I want to do. And I work on it and I'm aware of it now. I make a conscious effort to get better at it. And I do. I do get better at it and I feel much better now. And that problem is kind of way in the back of my mind. And then maybe three months, six months down the road, that problem pops right back up for me again. And I'm like, damn it. Here goes the same damn problem again. And that way of thinking I thought I was done with is right back in my head. And I think to myself, damn, man, what's wrong with you? I thought we was done with this. You ever find yourself in that situation? You thought you were done with something. You thought you fixed it and you've grown, pa- you've grown past it only to realize you actually didn't. You're still in it. And the thing that we have to come to grasp with and accept is that in personal development and self-development, there is no destination. There is no destination. You won't fully ever 100% get past anything. Now, does that mean that Whatever that thing is you're working on can't go from a nine, a nine out of 10, whether that's the amount of times you make the mistake or a nine in how extreme the problem is. Does that mean it can't go from a nine to a one? No, it can most definitely do that or two. Yes, but it won't ever be a complete zero and we can't expect it to be. And I follow and learn from people who are doing what I'm doing with personal development and who've been doing it for way longer than I have, who are way, who are a whole lot further into their journey than I am. And all of them, every single one of them 
talks about how even though they still have moments where they go down that hole and they make the same mistakes they've worked on for years. It's just human nature. We're still human. We're still going to have those human issues and we're going to fall into those traps and those traps, those triggers will always be there. But we have to understand that it's about how much value we allow them to have. Let's say somebody walks up to you and says something to you that pisses you off. Well, the fact that it pisses you off is actually your fault. How the hell is that your fault? Well, it's your fault because of the amount of value you allowed that comment to have on you. It's the way you receive the information and perceive it and attach it to yourself. Like Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. You're consenting to feeling that way. If that person would have walked up to you and said the exact same thing, but said it in a funny clown voice and they were drunk as hell, it probably wouldn't affect you the same way. Your level of consent would be way lower in that circumstance, even though it's the same words. So it's not the actual words that are the issue. It's our reaction to them. And that's a big part of personal development, controlling whatever those triggers are, whether it's somebody talking down to you or lying to you or somebody being a compulsive liar, whatever it may be, there's a trigger. And that trigger is something you notice. And let's say somebody said something to you or something happened to you one day on Monday. Let's say it was a Monday and you woke up on Tuesday and you're still pissed off. And you're like, God damn it. They really pissed me off. I can't believe they said that. And Wednesday comes and you're still pissed off. Like, man, they really did that BS. I'm pissed. And Thursday, the same thing. And you go all the way to Friday being pissed off at something that happened to you on Monday. And when you start working on yourself and you work on those triggers, and maybe this is a few months down the road, years down the road, and now you only stay pissed for two days. Still not the best thing, not the best that you want, but it's at least less than what it was before. And that's improvement. And you keep working on it and you keep working on it and working on it. And more times goes by another year, let's say. And now you're only pissed for a day and you keep working on it and working on it. Now you're pissed off for only half a day and then eventually a couple of hours. Then you only pissed off for 30 minutes and that goes down to 30 seconds. Same thing, same words. But now over time, whenever it happens to you, that same situation, you're only pissed off for five seconds. Only pissed off for five seconds and then you're over it. And then one time it happens and now you're pissed off a whole day again. And you realize it like, damn it, there it is again. I thought I was better than this. And that's what personal development is. It's not a thing where you get to a point where nothing bothers you and you don't have triggers and you won't ever have negative self-talk where nothing can set you off in any kind of way. No, that's not what it is. It's the journey, the journey to notice the trigger, to notice the trap, the trap, to work on it and get it to a point where it gets shorter and shorter and shorter. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So, if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. 
You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at DariusDotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. And I've used this quote before. But a Jewish psychologist, a Jewish psychologist by the name of Viktor Frankl, somebody who uh, had survived the Holocaust, he says that between stimulus and response lies a space. And in that space, so between stimulus and response lies a space. And it can be a real small space, a tenth of a second, millisecond. And in that space, right? So between stimulus and response lies a space. And in that space lies our freedom, our power to choose a response. And in our response lies our growth and our happiness. Let me say it again. Between stimulus and response lies a space. And in that space lies our freedom, our power to choose a response. And in our response lies our growth and our happiness. And think about that for just a second, right? Something happens and between it happening to you and you responding to it in that space is the way that you choose to respond. Uh, Shifting gears now. So have you ever been working on something and you're working towards getting past something or working towards being done with something? Have you ever noticed that you lose a little bit of happiness when you say to yourself, ah, I'm not quite there yet, or ah, I'm not done yet. I'm still working on this. That makes you less happy. You're not quite as satisfied with the progress you've made. It takes some joy away. And what we need to be doing is getting rid of that thought process of something having to be completely accomplished or 100% fixed for us to have happiness about it. Because what happens is when you do happen to fall back into your trigger or walk right into that trap, and you realize that you're not 100% done or it's not 100% fixed, you end up judging yourself on top of it. And you feel like you mess up all the time and you talk negatively to yourself. It's like having a scab open back up. Let's say you cut yourself and it's scabbed over. And then a week later, it happens to open up again. And then you say, damn you, you dumbass scab. I thought you healed. And then you put salt on that scab because you're mad at it. And that's the same thing we do to ourselves when we judge ourselves for slipping back into whatever that trigger or whatever that thing we were working on goes left and we realize we didn't all the way fix it. Same thing. We get frustrated and we pour salt into our wounds. Don't judge yourself. Instead of judging yourself and saying, God damn it, I thought I was better than that. I put all this time into working on this problem and I didn't even get rid of it like I thought I did. Instead of having that mindset, what we should be doing is saying, okay, here's that wound again. Here's that wound. again. It was healed, but now it opened back up a little bit. Let me figure out how to heal it back, how to get it back to where it was, because it was better. It's not a new wound. It just opened up a little bit. Let me just get it back right. And my question is, what if... You were never done. What if this journey you're on is one that's going to have sometimes here and there where you're going to mess up and that wound, that same mistake that you thought you fixed, that bad habit that you thought you corrected, that trigger that you thought you got past shows up 
and opens up that wound. What if we had the mindset that it'll never be 100% fixed? But if we can get it to 90 and keep it there as long as we can, that will make our lives much better. That will be worth it. Now, I don't know about you, but I would much rather have it be at 90% fixed for the majority of the time and have to patch it back up every now and then than have it not be healed at all. To have it be a constant bad habit or a constant trigger that we don't work on at all. And the reality is you have to have both sides. You have to have both sides. You can't know what it's like to be confident about one thing without having some kind of insecurities somewhere else. You can't know what it's like to have a bad temper without recognizing when you have a moment when you're actually being patient and calm. Good can't exist without evil. Bravery can't exist without fear. There has to be an opposite side to it. So in order to get to where we want to be, we have to understand where we don't want to be, how we don't want to feel, how we don't want to think. Slipping back into that negative area is part of the process. We have to mess up and realize who we are, who we're becoming to get back on track. So we have to understand that that this is something that's going to happen. At some point, it's going to happen. For me, I can't tell you how many times I get burned out. And I work on it. I really do. And I always get to a point where I'm like, okay, okay, I'm doing a lot. And I figured it out. I would have been burned out by now. Or I feel like I'm in my zone and I got it all together. Then after a while, I just hit a wall and I got to go sit my ass down somewhere. And I used to beat myself up over that. I used to feel so embarrassed or like folks would look at me funny when I have to decline to hang out. Or when I would be too tired to clean up my room and my room would be junky. And if you know me, you know my room ain't junky. But that's usually when I know I'm burned out. I look around and I'm like, damn, you need to clean up. And it's always accompanied by me being exhausted and feeling like I don't have time to clean. My point is that we need to get to the point where we accept that this is all part of the journey, that as you work on and get better at certain things, eventually it's going to open back up like a wound and you're going to need to repair it. You're going to have those setbacks. And I feel like I'm saying that all the time, but it's true. Setbacks are going to happen, but you have to give yourself grace because the fact is it's called a setback, a setback, which means you were moving forward. And that's the part we have to remember. You're making progress. And this is a never-ending journey. Make sure you stay at 90% as long as you can. Life is going to be much more fulfilling that way. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody. Somebody that can benefit from this. Somebody who is a friend or a family member. Somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.